0: Hello, and welcome to On The Line. I'm Carl Richter. For this episode, guest interviewer Shardae James talks with yoga instructor Yasmeen Ritchie about her faith-based take on the practice. As you'll hear, she sees her classes as a way to invite God into her students' lives. And if you're curious about yoga in general, you'll be interested in her explanation of its benefits. A programming note, moving forward, new episodes of On The Line will appear in your podcast feeds on the second and fourth Fridays of the month. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe with your favorite podcast app and make On The Line a part of your weekend routine. Now, here's our conversation with Yasmeen Ritchie. Joining me in the studio is our latest Gazette reporter, Shardé James. Hi. And Yasmeen Ritchie of Thrive Yoga and Wellness. Hi, Yasmeen. Hi. So you guys know each other already, huh?
1: Yeah, we do. Um, we go to the same yoga studio. She's actually an instructor. I'm the student, so it's not like we both teach there. But um, yeah, that's how we that's how we met.
0: And there was one um, class in particular you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, so uh, Yasmin, she is a yoga instructor, like we mentioned earlier, and she teach faith yoga. And it's so crazy, Yasmin, because way before I started yoga, this was like mm-hmm. maybe a year ago, I was like, it would be so cool if someone taught some sort of faith-based yoga. Because at the time, like oh, I well. was just like in this weird like space, like sadness or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the, all the other yoga stuff is cool, but I just really need something that's... Um, you know, so much more inspirational. Yeah. And then I started going to Thrive. And then before you know it, like this girl, I didn't know how to pronounce your name at first. Uh-huh. Uh, faith Yoga. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I took <laughs> one of your classes and I loved it. And I've just been going ever since. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. Yeah. So um, what made you want to teach Faith Yoga? Because that's, that's a little bit different. When people hear that Faith Yoga, like, isn't that the same thing? Like, what's, what's the difference?
2: So when I started my yoga journey, Um, I was pregnant with my son, so I started prenatal yoga and it was a lot about connecting with the baby inside of you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then after that, I just kind of continued, um, after I delivered my son, I just kind of continued my own uh, yoga practice, but I found myself like when I was in child's pose or something, just Speaking to God, just asking him questions, asking him to come into my life. Um, and so, you know, I just kind of continued with that. And it, I'd go take a class at mm-hmm. different yoga studios. I'd keep reaching out to God. And then one day, um, have you heard of Prodigy Yoga? No, I haven't. Okay, so one day I was online and then I saw a class, Prodigy Yoga. Yeah. And they're on New Boston Road. And uh, Jessica, the owner, she was having classes in her house. And I thought, well, I mean, this is what I already do. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, you know, go see what's up. (laughs) So I went and we hit it off. And turns out we had the same vision and plans and everything. And she's like, hey, you should be a yoga instructor. And I'm thinking, "Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really expect that. So um, the... The yoga training we went through is called Yoga Faith. Mm-hmm. And so
1: it's faith-based yoga. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how has it helped you, though? Like, you know, a lot of times the people say, oh, I want to do yoga, but you cannot get still. Mm-hmm. So can you kind of share some of your experiences of how, like, before you started doing yoga versus now doing yoga?
2: Yeah. So before I started doing yoga, um, I would do, like, hardcore workouts, CrossFit, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, and it was great. The thing is, I didn't really know how to breathe right. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed after I started my yoga practice and I would go do hardcore workouts, I learned how to breathe. And so the way I moved the weights and the way I moved my body, I was yoking. So that's what yoga means. Like you're yoking, you're uniting the breath with your movement. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it's really helped me. Um, Anytime I'm in a stressful situation or I feel... Um, my parasympathetic, you know, my nervous system and stuff getting out of whack. I'm like, okay, time to
1: breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Ever since I started taking yoga too, that's when I realized that my whole life, I have, I have not been breathing right. Yeah. And it wasn't until, again, I started taking yoga that you really start, like, when your breathing is good, your mm-hmm. nervous system is, is yes. good. And then when your nervous system is good, you feel at ease. Like, you don't feel so much anxiety. You don't yes. feel depression if that's mm-hmm. what someone is dealing with so also can you just kind of talk about like okay I know we talked about like faith yoga but I know you sometimes mention like yin yoga so what really is yin yoga
2: okay so yin is stressing the deep tissue the tendons the ligaments that are mm-hmm. in your body versus, uh, versus stressing uh, mm-hmm. stretching excuse mm-hmm. me tongue twister mm-hmm. um, so when you're stressing them you know how we, we're we holding the positions between one to five, um, the postures between one to five minutes? Mm-hmm. So you're sitting in a posture, and we called it, you want to find the Goldilocks pose or finding your edge. So something where it's not hurting, um it's it's a happy medium where you feel like you're doing something, but you're not in pain. Yeah. And that's where the breath comes in. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there and we're just allowing those deep tissues, those fascia and all that stuff to just kind of relax and move. And, you know, a lot of the times we're working our big muscles, mm-hmm. but we're not working the small stuff. Yeah. And that's what the um, yin does. So yin is... It's not restorative. Mm-hmm. So restorative is more of a um, gentle, slow flow. Yin is more like, let's get in this posture. Let's sit here for a minute. Let's breathe and let's meditate. And in my yin class, it's let's meditate on God's word. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I definitely get that from your class. So for someone who has never taken a yoga class and want to get into it, what do you recommend? Because I know before I started uh, taking class in general. Uh I'm like, well, I just need to be a bit more flexible. I need to do this. I need to do that. But you really don't have to go through all these different steps and, and find the perfect, you know, body, I guess, before you start taking yoga. So, yeah,
0: I've considered taking yoga, but I just, uh, I I think, That's not for tubby, creaky old men like me. I'm worried about just getting up and down off the floor. No, no.
2: Um, My husband actually would take yoga with me, and he's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how y'all do this. But that was a hot power yoga. So what I recommend is people find a class that works for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, there's restorative. There's other yin classes. So there's different yin teachers. There's slow flows, so you won't be moving as fast. There's cooler classes, so there's no heat. So I recommend starting off maybe in one of those restorative classes or a slow flow class and then just kind of work your way up. Um, Everyone teaches yoga differently, which is awesome. Yes. Um, Especially at Thrive, we have so many unique teachers and the students are awesome. Uh, I found myself when I first started there being nervous just because – the instructors are so great. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> if I even. But the students, they just have so much grace and so much mercy and everyone there is just about love and joy and happiness and uh, connection that I just, you know, felt fit right in and fell in love. And now it's just second nature.
1: Yeah. And I think that even like, like you were saying, like, I think the students do give the uh, instructors so much grace as y'all do for us because Uh you know sometimes y'all are doing position. I'm like, I I cannot do that. Like my body does not twist like that. But I think like when you go, we're all kind of looking for the same thing. And that's just a reset, honestly, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, because like, I know I took your class like last Thursday and like that day, I was just so stressed. And so just like, Oh my gosh. And then I just left feeling like,
2: (sighs) yes, leave it all on your mat girl. That's, Mm -hmm. that is one of my favorite mottos. Um, what was that? I completely lost my train of thought. Well, but.
1: I do want to say one of the things I do um, appreciate about your class, too. And like you said, the yoga instructors, everyone is so different. So you can really find something that's good for you. And I remember um, this was like, again, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not ready for a hot yoga class. So I took the hot yoga class, which was like 95 degrees. <laughs> but I loved it. And I yeah. love that you can go from like, quote unquote, extreme yoga to something mm-hmm. a little bit more subtle but one of the things that I love about your class I love that you have us to pick an affirmation or something at the beginning of the class and you kind of just throughout the class okay go back to your affirmation so when I'm feeling a little stressed again like yes okay Like, everything's going to be fine. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely.
2: That's the whole goal of my class. I just want people to know that they are loved and they have a safe space and that even though the world is chaos all around them, Mm -hmm. inside they can have that peace and that stillness. And it's it's actually really hard to be still with your thoughts. That's why I incorporate scripture and I just kind of... Like remind y'all, and it's a good reminder to myself. I'm, mm-hmm. There's so many times there where I'm, I start crying because I'm like, oh, my gosh, it yeah. hit me. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just a good reminder that, hey, like you don't have to worry about the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Come inside, reconnect with yourself, connect with the Lord in your purpose and just go from there. And so I find a lot of students really like that, that they just, you know, they don't have, they feel like they don't have to be this person, Mm -hmm. that they are perfect the way they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where uh, the affirmations are always so important, you know, Um, because even like last week when I took your class too, like I found myself the same way, just starting to get a little emotional. Mm -hmm. I'm like. What, what is this? But it's just because you finally get to, like you said, just be still and really be in your thoughts because trying to quiet your thoughts is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. It is so hard. So when I'm in your class, I have a moment to do that for that one hour. If yes. I don't get anything else, at least for that one hour that day, I was able to silence my thoughts, yes. know that I was valuable, know that I'm worthy, you know, yes. all those things. And I walk away feeling like, okay, I'm going to apply these things to my next day.
2: Yes. Uh, so in actually... We hold, have you heard of uh, you hold issues in your tissues? No. So we hold trauma in our body. And so the yin, that's why it's really nice. Um, I think you went to my psoas release class. I'm not sure. Uh, the psoas, it holds a lot of trauma, especially in women. It's like the mm-hmm. inner part of your hip mm-hmm. or your groin area. And um, so just sometimes like you might have had an injury in your shoulder or something, you mm-hmm. know, and you're sitting in a in a shoulder or a releasing pose, and you're using that breath and you're connecting and you're just you're thinking these things or, you know, even if as thoughts come into your mind, a lot of people are like, oh, I, I can't think I can't think I, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to empty my mind and you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do that. You can just acknowledge that. Oh. And then just kind of let it go. And then, you know, um, that's why I like to remind people to come back to the intention. Uh, But I remember what I was going to say earlier. Yoga props. Mm -hmm. They are my absolute favorite.
1: Yes, it makes oh, yoga easier.
2: Yes. People like to say, oh, i want going to try to do without the prop and stuff. And I, I love that. Like, it's your practice. And I'm sure you've heard me say that before. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your practice. Like, if you want to do something completely different than what I'm guiding you to do, please do that. Because it's your body and you know what you need. Mm-hmm. I'm just a guide. Um, but the props, they help you get into those uh, positions. I don't know what
0: props are. Can you do? some Okay,
2: so... We have yoga blocks. Have you seen the yoga blocks before? No. Okay. So they're just like little blocks. They're um, foam. uh, Yeah. There's foam and then there's like cork blocks. So there's different types. So you'll, you'll know which one you like. Um, There's blankets so you can put under your knees or you can even cover up with them after practice. Uh, And then there's like bolsters, which is kind of like a pillow, but it's um,
0: like a cylinder.
2: Yeah. Like a rectangle, you know, Um, but rounded on the sides. Uh, And, you know, those are used for behind your back or like if you're doing something where you need to rest your knees on or your legs underneath the legs. Um, You can use them for all different kinds of things. We even get into child's pose and we'll put it right between our legs and just kind of rest on it like a pillow and um, come back to our breath and straps. Those are really nice. Uh, My arms are not as long sometimes, so it's nice to just kind of get a strap and be able to kind Mm -hmm. of stretch it all out real nicely.
1: And I think that's the main thing that people have to, and I keep reiterating the same thing because I just want people to understand like you don't have to be, super flexible to do no. yoga. Like, seriously, anybody can start at any age. And like you yes. said, with these yoga props, you don't have to try to be as flexible as your neighbor next uh-huh. to you. Like, if you need the right. props to kind of lean on, because yes. I still use them I to too, lean girl. on sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, too. I do. And the thing is, like, no one's judging anyone in the class. Mm-hmm. Like, this girl is all the way bent over. This one is using props. This one's kind of using the props mm-hmm. a little bit. So that's what I love about your class, that it just, I just feel so at ease. Like, oh. when I go, that's why I love coming yeah. to your class. So I know you should offer them in the Thank morning mornings, but now yes. you're in the afternoon or in the
2: evening. Yes, 7.30 on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. That's um, my yin class, my Christ-centered yin, and it's it's been a good change. Um, I found a lot of people, you know, when I used to do the Saturday classes, mm-hmm. um, they would say, oh, I'd love to come, but it's too early, and ideally, yin is supposed to be practiced in the morning. Yeah. Um, when the muscles are fresh, it gives you energy afterwards, um, and I've actually had a yin instructor ask me, well, how... How do your students like not have so much energy after class or how do they go to bed? And I'm thinking, well, we do invite the Holy Spirit into that space. Mm-hmm. And I know just that presence will give you this calmness and this Absolutely. peace yeah um and plus afterwards we like to stay in chat for a little yeah, bit we do
1: so. we <laughs> do and that's how we ended up on the podcast because yeah. i was like after i had i was like um you know i'm a reporter would you like to be interviewed she's like yeah i was like okay <laughs> so we exchanged numbers that day and now she's here yeah. but um yeah so what is your definition of to be still like how do you define that
0: okay so and, and can you talk a little bit more about how this relates to your? I mean, you've touched on it a little bit, but could you yes. just explain that okay, a little Okay, so
2: those will go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're still, it's that quiet space. Uh, have you heard of finding that secret uh, secret place in prayer, yeah. you know, going to speak to God in that secret place? Mm-hmm. It's like that. So my definition would be, and I'm just going to use this because it's the most recent example, we're camping And I kind of went off into the woods Mm -hmm. and I found this rock right by the water and I just sat and then I focused on my breath. Mm -hmm. So, just, you know, bringing that connection back to the body. Mm -hmm. As I was focusing on my breath, I just started acknowledging the things around me. You know, I'm sitting on this rock, the ground, I hear the water. And then I just, Lord, speak to me. Mm -hmm. You know, Lord, I'm here for you to do your work. Um, And that is really why I teach a yoga faith class is because I I was born and raised Muslim and not that I have anything against the religion or anything like that. um, My heart was just pulled in a different direction. And I was taught about Jesus and I knew about Jesus. But when I really had a relationship with Jesus and I understood that it's not about my good deeds, it's not about my good works. He just wants my heart. He just loves me for who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have to be this perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I can just come to him as I am and he accepts me. And so when I found that and, you know, I got baptized in the spirit, I I got baptized in the water and stuff. I made it a personal mission to share the gospel with people and just to let them know, like, hey, it's not about religion. It's about knowing that you're loved and that you're worthy and that you are always have access to God. I've said it in that class that you came to. Yeah. God is a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's just not going to burst into your life. You have to invite him in. And it doesn't have to be this big, you know, scene, this big thing. You can just say, Lord, I'm here and I need you. Mm-hmm. And he'll be there. And the reason I am so passionate about that is because I have done that time and time again. And he's just showed up in in unbelievable ways, ways where I felt a hug when I was just in a fetal position crying, you know, I just, Lord, I just need you. And I just feel like this whoosh. And then all of a sudden this calmness just comes over mm-hmm. me. And so I'm just thinking people need to know this. You know, I I was into crystals and meditation and all that stuff. And I'm not knocking any of that. Mm-hmm. But there is nothing like connecting with the Lord and asking him into your life. And just, the, the you know, they say um, God gives you the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And he really does, Mm -hmm. you know, he really does. And so when you seek him and, uh, you want, you want to go deeper with him, he'll, he'll do that. And, and let me tell you, you gotta be careful with prayers. Cause sometimes (laughs) I'm like, Lord do this. And then all this stuff starts happening. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is part of the, you know, Lord revealed to me the things that I may, you know, Mm -hmm. need to change and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, that's, I didn't even know that was there. Um, but all of it is actually just for humanity. Yeah. I'm just doing it for humanity and um, to serve God.
1: Yeah. So, um, but even with your classes for people that may not be Christian or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to be Christian to no. come to your class. No,
2: absolutely. And I, I even say that in class. I say it's not about religion. And even if you don't uh, believe in God or believe in Christ, you can still connect with your source. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of people, their source is just the universe. So that's, you know. So it's just like those affirmations and uh, the intentions we set at the beginning of the class. Maybe your intention today is be present or be still mm-hmm. or um, repeat to yourself you are worthy, you are loved, um, you are not what happened to you. You know, it's just any kind of trauma, you can come to the class and just feel safe.
0: Hey, everyone. I want you to know how proud I am to welcome Hostetler Roofing as a sponsorship partner. I had the pleasure to meet with some of Hostetler's staff, and I could tell they really mean it when they say they're all about honesty, integrity, and accountability. They get it that contractors don't have the best reputation, and they want to change people's minds about that by setting an example. Everything Hostetler Roofing does is about taking care of customers, whether it's a commercial or residential job, maintenance, repair, or a whole new roof. That's why they offer five- and ten-year workmanship warranties on everything they do. Hostetler has a huge variety of roofing styles and materials available, and they're happy to help you with options to pay for their work from affordable financing to applying for government grants. It all starts with a free inspection. Just call and ask, and before you know it, you'll get the best advice out there about your roof. Visit HostetlerRoofing.com or call 870-557-4797 to get started. And please mention you heard about them here.
1: hmm. So for people that may come to the class, because, you know, sometimes it's also like their way of asking for help mm-hmm. with whatever that's going on in their yeah. life. So what do you say for to someone who says, you know, Yasmeen, I am praying, I am doing all these good deeds. Like what what's next? Like God is not answering my prayers. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you say? Well,
2: I remember uh, in, in the Bible, and this just comes to my mind when Jesus went into the desert. And he fasted for 40 days or he, you know, he was there by himself and uh, the enemy tried to tempt him three times. Mm -hmm. And each time he responded with the scripture from Deuteronomy. Yeah. So take up the full armor of God. You know, God's word is our sword. That Mm -hmm. is how we battle these thoughts and these these intrusive thoughts that come into our life. And. God's timing is perfect timing. Mm -hmm. He might be, you know, the people of Jericho, they had to uh, walk around that wall for seven years. I mean, they had to go seven times and and they were like, you know, a lot of people could have thought this isn't going to work. This isn't going to, you know, but they believed and they did it. And then on that seventh time it fell down, you know, without them doing anything. And so it's just God knows best and you have to trust. Mm -hmm. You have to just trust him and you have to have that little feet at, Um, One of my classes was about faith and I brought mustard seeds and I showed them how small a mustard seed is and how little faith that you, you know, you don't need this big faith. You just need to believe and he can do anything. Um, and I stand on the word of God when I'm going through those times. I say, God, you say, you no know, weapon formed against me will prosper, Lord. And I believe you because if He wrote it down, mm-hmm. that's His word, that's His law. He's it's not going to come back void. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the reason that I know this and I believe this is because I have done it myself. And mm-hmm. I said, God, you you said this, you you wrote it in your in your book, and and I'm believing you for it, Lord. And it just comes to pass. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I. I- think that like everything you know happens for a reason like because yes. even my, again after my first class I was like I never thought I would be you know a yoga person like I'm not that girl and then I go and it's just like I feel like it just changed my life so now I try to do it once or twice a week yes. and it's just I mean it's just been such an incredible experience I'm so happy even though I didn't have any experience that I just still decided to take a yes. class
2: yes well I'm so glad that you came and I'm glad that you found Thrive um I don't know if you've heard where it says if you can control your breath, you can control your life. And Mm -hmm. I think that the breath has a lot to do with that. So once you learn how to uh, breathe and just connect with yourself, Mm -hmm. it just kind of changes everything.
1: Yeah. And also with yoga, do you think that this is a way for people to lose weight? If they're trying to lose weight, can they lose weight from yoga?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so like you said, the power yoga, Mm -hmm. uh, they have infrared heaters. So those are, those are good for your muscles, your joints, Mm -hmm. your skin, collagen, you know? Um, so that's one way to help, but also just, you know, cortisol in your body and the stress levels in your body, just regulating that it can help balance your hormones. It can help, you know, rewire your brain and, and stuff. So I think all of that is great for your mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, when I started, they asked us to come up with. A motto or like a slogan for our teaching Mm -hmm. and mine was to help heal people through prayer breath and movement because all those things combined I feel is just like a powerhouse for healing Mm -hmm. Um, and you'll just discover you know things that you didn't know that was still there that is there and you just kind of allow like I always encourage people if, if you don't cry cry like it's not not a bad thing like mm-hmm. you need to let that go mm-hmm. um sometimes I take power yoga and I get home and I start crying and I'm like oh geez I didn't <laughs> even know
1: that was in there yeah yeah and I think that kind of goes back like you were saying earlier there's like when there's uh what do you say issues in your tissues, tissues. Mm-hmm. yeah like it's it's so true like when you go through whatever trauma and you're really storing it in your body it will mm-hmm. come out eventually yes. and if you continue to hold on to it you, people wonder why they have so much like neck pains and back pains yes and they think oh I'm not drinking enough water which plays a role, but absolutely. also because you have not even released what you're carrying around that you've mm-hmm. been carrying around maybe for over a decade. Yes. And then you go to yoga and then you start to decompress and you get yes. home or in your car driving, crying. You're like, what? what, what is this? Uh-huh. And that's exactly what it is. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And also I want to mention, because last time that we talked and I invited you on here, it's so crazy how you and I were able to relate like yes. as if we known each other forever and i'm yeah. like oh my gosh and we had such a deep conversation carl like mm-hmm. and the thing is <laughs> as mean i promise she has never met a stranger because she just oh, like thank you you're just like super talkative with any and everybody that you meet <laughs> you. so i just felt very comfortable coming to your classes oh, i
2: appreciate that and thank you for that because sometimes i just feel like oh my gosh i don't know but i like i said it's just it's god and I just, I want to love on people like he's loved on me. And people, like people are people, yeah. you know, and I feel like a lot of times we get caught up in our own stuff that we forget that there's other people that have stuff and they might need us. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were talking, I, it was just another affirmation that, or confirmation that, um, The things that you go through in life are for a reason, because Mm -hmm. you'll meet people on your journey that need to hear your story. Yeah. And that is testimony right there. A lot of people, you know, there's drug addictions, alcoholism. There's all these terrible things that happen to people, Mm -hmm. but they it's like it's part of their plan. Mm -hmm. You know, you go through the fire, you come Mm -hmm. out just molded and and shaped differently into the person that you were meant to be and Mm -hmm. now you can withstand the fiery darts of the enemy because you've been there and you have this friend or stranger that's going through the same thing well you can help
1: them yeah yeah so what do you want people to take away from your classes i want them to know that they are loved they're loved
2: not only by me and by thrive but by the creator by God that they have a purpose and even if they don't know what their purpose is all they have to do is ask I said that in the I think the class that you were in um I uh, quoted uh Matthew you know ask in um It will be given to you, you know, Uh, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open. And that goes back to God just being a gentleman Mm -hmm. and he can be with you and beside you the entire time, but you have to invite him into your situation. There's Mm -hmm. situations that are so hard and complex and you're just like, I don't even know how this is going to work out. Mm -hmm. I don't know how my side of the story is going to be hurt, you know, and I encourage if anyone is going through that kind of situation just to say, hey, God. I give you this circumstance. I give you the circumstance because I don't have the ability. I don't have what you have. I'm not God. I don't rule everything. So I just invite you in, Lord, and just please do your work in this situation. And I trust you completely and fully and and just give it to God, you know, and every time those thoughts come up and that control comes back, just repeat it to yourself. And it really is. Um, Just like with anything and meditation and stuff like that, you just really have to keep going back to the word, going back and using. I just encourage people to um, know God's word and his promises, because that is what will get you through a lot of things that you can just kind of quote that Mm -hmm. scripture to yourself like, nope. Nope. You say, Lord, you give me um, a spirit. We don't have a spirit of fear. We have a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. You know what I mean? And that has got me through a lot of situations, too. Like, nope. Yeah. Nope. You didn't give me the spirit of fear. I'm not going to give in to that.
1: Yeah. And the thing that I also love about your class, I love how you, like, kind of switch it up. So, like, last week, instead of, like, hearing, like, songs with or music with words, uh-huh. you just did straight instrumentals. Yeah. And I and I love that. And even when you're quoting certain scriptures, I'm like, okay let me go and read this with someone. I'm like, okay, nice. I haven't heard this. Let me go. So it really like do inspire you on so many different levels. And it yes. opened you up to so much newness yes. that you didn't know you needed. And like yeah. I said, you, you meet people. And even just, I was at the uh, park the other day and I met someone that I go to yoga with. I'm like, really? she's like, Oh, I see you in the yoga class. Are you going to be there 6 a.m. tomorrow? I was like, no, but you know, <laughs> like I have met some of my, like, I guess now friends yeah. in the yoga classes. Yeah. And I've been taking like, a number of them from the morning 6am hot yoga to your classes to um, just a number of them. And I just, I just have done like numbers for my body and my soul and my mind and just emotions, like everything. yes Because I think, yeah, I think for me, um, when I started going, it was like, okay, this is just the last resort. Like, I I don't know what else to do. Cause I was just like so sad at one point in my life, like just, just so sad. And I tell people that, and maybe it was probably like depression now that I'm thinking about, cause you know, I'm, am in therapy yeah. but uh, <laughs> it's like one of those My things girl. where yeah, I just didn't know what else to do so I was like okay let me just try this meditation stuff that people are talking about this yoga stuff and maybe I can try to get still but then I leave and I'm like wow like I, I really do feel yes. different ever since then I've just been going for like almost like 8 months or so
2: Good. Yeah. well we're so happy to have you and i know thrive that that's our our goal is we want people just to come as they are and mm-hmm. just find that safe space mm-hmm. and um just find healing yeah you know
0: i'm curious In about community. one thing I, I know there are some christians who see yoga as something dangerous yes. sort of heretical maybe a gateway for demonic forces, Uh that sort of stuff. Have you heard that?
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Not personally. I haven't had anyone come to me and say that, Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, I got my certification through the yoga faith, so we have a little community online, and that is a big thing. Um, These people try to bring it to their churches, and the church members have things to say about it. Um, Really, it's the intention to me. I've always been taught that intention trumps everything. I mean, you can go into a situation with good intentions and it just turned out completely wrong and people are crying and upset and you're just like, whoa, like that wasn't my intention. And God knows what your intention is. Um, And like I said, when I got started, I just did that. You know what I mean? No, I didn't even know that there was a Christian yoga. I had no idea. It was just kind of like I was still I was quiet. I was vulnerable. And then I was just like, God, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I need you. Like, um, I love you. I, you know, and um, and so I think a lot of people get that confused with Kundalini yoga and stuff where, you know, the intention. And I'm not trying to dog that type of yoga, but the intention and the practice for it might is not revolved around God it's revolved around gods and other things and and your inner energy your your inner self and you know as, as great as we are and as powerful as we can be the Lord has all the power you know what I mean there's you know there's nothing that you, you might think you have all the power but you don't and so I think that the, it just goes back to that and so I've seen a lot of instructors um Get backlash, and I've seen some pretty ugly things said to them. And I think that if you are creating a safe space for people, and they encounter the Lord, and they're and they're not going to church, but they come to your class and they have an encounter with the Lord, I mean, who are you to judge?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I, I love that. Because uh, I've I've heard that, too. One of my friends, uh, she thinks it's a little demonic. I'm like, no, it's it's not, you know. But, I mean, I guess to each its own. And, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. And if it don't, it don't.
2: I I firmly believe that. I think that everyone has stuff that they need for them personally. What Mm. works for you is not going to work for someone else. But if you're feeling cold and you're feeling led somewhere, Mm -hmm. then, you know, follow it. But if you feel like you shouldn't do it, then don't do it. That's your own conviction. Mm -hmm.
1: Because as I get older, I'm realizing that I'm such an empath. (laughs) And I used to hate that about myself. I'm like, why do I feel so deeply? Like, I did not like it. And then, um, again, just kind of going back to yoga, like where you really are still and you really are, you know, like your thoughts. Like you're just because that kind of gives me a time to just kind of sit in what I'm feeling like, yes, yes, this hurts, but let me just, let me just feel this. Cause trying to sweep it under the rug again, Mm -hmm. you're sweeping it under the rug, but you're also storing it in your body. And it's just going to come out. Like you just have to feel it. Yes. So, um, but as a yoga instructor, I think some people look at y'all as like, okay, these are super perfect people. They don't have problems. (laughs) They're always so calm, but that's not, that's not really true. So, but what is your like routine, your, your morning routine?
2: My morning routine. So, I get up, Mm -hmm. I pray, I get my kids' lunch ready, Mm -hmm. I do the first wake-up call, like, hey, we got five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So I get them ready for school, I take them to school, I come home, clean up the house a little bit, I go work out, Mm -hmm. come home, do work, Um, and then after that, it's just like dinner, pick up the kids, and and the rest of stuff.
1: So do you have like a routine, but for your soul, like, how do you... When you talk about Uh self-care, what does that that routine look like for you?
2: For me, it depends on the day. So a lot of the times it's just connecting with God first thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I haven't been tuned in and connected. I need to like open my Bible and read it. Or... Um, I need to really be mindful of what I'm praying for and mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So just that connection. And a lot of times I, I wake up and I say, okay, Lord, you know, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for giving me this breath. Um, how can I serve you today? Mm-hmm. You know, who whose life do I need to come into today? Like mm-hmm. who who do I need to help today? And sometimes, you know, um, I forget to do that because yeah. I'm a human being. Yeah. Uh, but also just I know water is really healing so sometimes just putting some salt, uh, Epsom salt or, you know, whatever kind of bath stuff you use into water and just getting in there and, and just kind of allowing my body to reset that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of just see what I've been doing regularly. And if I haven't done something that I normally do, um, meditate, run, walk, exercise, uh, drink plenty of water, take my vitamins, yeah. you know what I mean? Just things like that. because. Um I love taking my vitamins and drinking plenty of water. Yeah. That is and after yoga I, I forget to mention it but you're supposed to drink water cuz it's like having a massage. Mm-hmm. And so and, and that's you know in in yin especially there's meridians so there's these energy pathways going all up and down your body, you know. Mhm. And sometimes they get blocked. Yeah. And so if we're constricting that for a little bit and then we release it, there's like a surge of energy and things just start moving. So drinking water and just helping get rid of those toxins, that's a big one, especially putting lemon in the water helps yeah. to the kidneys. Um, but like the other day I went and I meditated on God's word mm-hmm. just because I hadn't done it in a while. Wow. And I was in nature and sometimes I, I think people underestimate the power of nature. Like, take oh your shoes goodness. off. Yeah. Just go sit on the grass or something, mm-hmm. or just put your feet on the grass and just breathe. Oh, that is you so know? true. And and so I just kind of, um, I guess because I've been doing it for a little bit, I just check in with myself. You know, I tell y'all mm-hmm. check in with yourself, mm-hmm. see where you're at. So if my body is saying, "Hey, I need to sleep," I say, "Okay." I'm gonna give myself a little extra sleep. Yeah. If my body's saying I need to move, I need to do this. Then I either go take a hot power yoga class, or I go to the gym, or something like that. And you yeah. know, I just, just kind of what works for uh, me personally. Mm-hmm. Because routine, honestly, I'm just gonna be completely honest. Routine for me gets so boring mm-hmm. that I end up falling out of it because I'm like, this is every single day. <laughs> so that's why I like kind of pick yeah. from. All there is. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I I love that. And I love that you said that people underestimate the power of nature because I have to get out by water. I have to see, Uh like, green grass. I'm not a big city girl. Like, I have to see trees and everything because it's nothing like going outside, walking, and it's, like, still, Mm -hmm. and then just this wind. And you Mm -hmm. just kind of feel like, God's presence is here. I I love that. And I love sitting by the water so much. And I think the water is so powerful as well, because, you know, something that I try to incorporate in my routine, (laughs) I try to make a gratitude list every single day. I do pray every single day. And then I write these like notes to myself, like the same type of love that I Uh would give someone else. I write these notes to myself every day on a sticky note. Yes. Yes. And, Again, just coming from your classes as well, it's just like the power of affirmations. Mm-hmm. And I think for when you tell people, you know, you need to look in the mirror and say, I am valuable. I am. This, yes. I am that people feel like it's weird because I feel like some people don't really feel that way about themselves, which mm-hmm. is why it makes it so awkward. Because if you really love yourself, uh-huh. I mean, the same way you would tell your significant other or your brother or your sister or whatever. Yes. I love you. People don't do that for themselves. Right. And I think when. By going to your class, it forces you to say, no, I love myself. Whether you want to say that or not, whether you want to believe Uh it or not, you have to say it.
2: I'm worthy. I have value. Yes. I had a yoga instructor and we were in class, and she's like, now, I want you to list three things or say three things that you love about yourself. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I love love who I am. Um, I love, you know, and I'm just like, wow, this is hard. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't think about it because you feel like, you know, you have... You bring all these things to the table, mm-hmm. but when you you take it microscopically and you and you just kind of bring it down to three things, you're like, "Well, I I gotta think about that for a little yeah. bit," you know. Um, so yes, it's just reintroducing love back into humanity mm-hmm. because I feel like so many people are have trust issues with everything that's going on, mm-hmm. and granted, I don't blame them, uh, but just knowing like we're not in charge. Mm -hmm. we're not in church, and it's all good you know you just have to stay connected and keep on your purpose like i tell people if you still have a heartbeat you still have a
1: purpose in this life yeah
0: that sounds like a good place to end we're about out of time is there anything else you want to tell us
1: that she teaches classes on thursdays yes Thursday. At 7.30? 7.30, 730.
2: p.m. Uh, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. at Thrive. Mm-hmm. And we'd love to have you.
1: And you don't have to be a member. You can just drop in. Yes. This drop $10, in drop in. Or $10. In. Yeah.
2: Uh First class is free, so you'll just have to let me know, like, hey, this is my first time. Mm-hmm. And you won't have to pay for the first class. You're always welcome there. The community is so welcoming and opening, and that's really uh, what they strive to um give to the students to just a whole neat experience with unique instructors and just a whole lot of safe space. Perfect.
0: Thanks so much for taking some time to come yeah. talk to us. Today. Thanks for
2: having me. Yes.
0: All right, we'll see you down the road. Okay, bye. On the line is a Texarkana Gazette podcast recorded in Star Bear Studio right here in downtown Texarkana, USA. Follow On The Line on Twitter at O-T-L-T-X-K and on our website, texarcanagazette.com slash podcast. To support the show, post a positive review wherever you get your podcasts. The show is written, produced, and edited by yours truly, Carl Richter. And I'd love to hear from you. Email me at krichter.com at TexArcanagazette.com. I'll see you next time on the line.